You know, it really is. It's a silent killer. You can't tell. Some people will have symptoms, hopefully, whether it be a light stroke that direct the doctors to look, whether it be an ultrasound, an MRI, or a CAT scan. But really, the onus is on the medical community, the cardiovascular specialist, the primary care to recognize that there are subsets of the population who are higher risk and to test for this. Life is complicated, but getting healthy doesn't have to be. Welcome to Enlo Health's podcast, Health Matters. I'm your host, Daniela Contreras. Listen to experts and everyday people share real stories and resources to improve the health and well-being of our communities. In 2021, one in six deaths from cardiovascular disease were due to a stroke, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Carotid artery disease, a condition where plaque builds up in the carotid artery by the neck, is responsible for up to one-third of all strokes. Every 40 seconds, someone in the United States has a stroke. Hello, everyone. I'm Daniela Contreras. I'm here with Enlo Health's vascular surgeon, Dr. Mark Jensen, to talk about TCAR, a minimally invasive procedure that reduces the risk of stroke. Thank you so much for being here today, Dr. Jensen. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. So, Dr. Jensen, what are carotid arteries and why are they important when we treat stroke patients? So, carotid arteries are the main blood flow or circulation to our brains. It brings oxygen-rich blood to our brains so that our brains can function normally. It's important in stroke because the carotid artery disease is implicated in one in three stroke patients across the United States. The other major player for cardiovascular risk factor is the heart itself, especially associated with arrhythmia where plaque or debris can break off and cause stroke. So these are major players and the carotid arteries are evaluated in every stroke patient that comes through the ER. If the carotids have disease within them and is left untreated, that's what parlays to stroke and that's what we can help with. And speaking of disease, what, what is carotid artery disease? So carotid artery disease is basically a narrowing or a blockage that develops in the carotid arteries that restrict flow to the brain. It's typically made of cholesterol, triglycerides, calcium, anything that can help deform that plaque. And the mechanisms of stroke are typically these plaques can rupture or they can form thrombus, which is like a blood clot that can shower our brains. And this is the evolution or a causative factor of a stroke. Well, very interesting. And who can develop this condition? Now, really, it can happen to anyone. This has been linked to genetics. It's more common in folks who have high risk factors for peripheral vascular disease, whether it be high cholesterol, family history, heart disease, smoking. These are all modifiable risk factors, but it places people in a higher risk to develop this condition. And is there a way that people can tell that they have maybe signs of this condition? And is it wor something that they should be worried about? You know, it really is. It's a silent killer. You can't mm -hmm. tell. Some people will have symptoms, hopefully, whether it be a light stroke that direct the doctors to look, whether it be an ultrasound, an MRI, or a CAT scan. But really, the onus is on the medical community, the cardiovascular specialist, the primary care to recognize that there are subsets of the population who are higher risk and to test for this. For example, my practice, if you are a 65-year-old male with risk factors such as high cholesterol, high blood pressure, coronary artery disease, 
These are people who have a routinely screened with an ultrasound to help prevent uh, future problems. So it's not necessarily all the, the typical symptoms that the BFAST acronym stands for, the numbness in the, pain, in the face, uh, the pain in the arm, like that doesn't necessarily have to happen. Millions of people have carotid artery disease that is unrecognized, that is asymptomatic. People who have higher risk plaques mm -hmm. or narrowings, you know, this literature shows up to a 12% risk of stroke over a five-year period. So yes, it can be silent. The stroke symptoms you discussed can also manifest and that what usually brings people to the hospital where it's diagnosed and hopefully it's a small symptom that goes away so that we can help them with their, you know, their longevity and their lifestyle. Great. And can you tell us about TCAR? What is this new procedure that we are offering? TCAR is an acronym that stands for Transcarotid Arterial Revascularization. It's a form of carotid stent where your surgeon accesses the base of the neck with a small two-inch incision. And this is after identifying the carotid artery will place the stent. Mm -hmm. It is novel technology in that the equipment that we use causes a reversal of flow mm -hmm. so that as the stent is placed, instead of plaque or debris, which may go up and cause a stroke, it goes away from the brain so it's more protective. Some of the literature is just fantastic where risk of procedural stroke is less than 1%. Wow. So it's a newer to the market, and I think it's a very strong tool for the stroke program to have. That is great news. And what are some of the benefits of TCAR as opposed to the more traditional surgery to treat this condition? Well, the three main technologies are transfemoral stenting, open carotid, and now TCAR. Oh, wow. The benefits of the TCAR procedure is that it's a smaller incision than the traditional open surgery, so it's an easier recovery. There is less risk of stroke, especially in our stroke patients. There's less risk of nerve injury. And as the operative time is typically half of a traditional open surgery, the risk of heart attack is lower. So especially in folks who are higher risk, this is a very nice tool to have for a stroke team. Can you tell us a little bit about the symptoms of a stroke so that our viewers can be on the lookout for them? When doctors talk about symptoms of stroke, really we talk about lateralizing signs where our right brain affects the left side of our body. So part of the right carotid, the right brain would manifest as symptoms on the left side, arm, leg, or face. Common symptoms are weakness, numbness. If it affects the left side of the carotid in the brain, it affects the speech area called Broca's area. So people may have what's called aphasia or difficulty speaking. It's not uncommon to hear of many ocular strokes which is where folks will lose their vision for a few minutes and come back. So all these symptoms of stroke are concerning, and it's important that folks seek medical attention in the ER should any of this happen. Some strokes management can only be offered within the first three hours of onset. I always cringe when I hear people not feeling well, they lie down for a couple hours and they come to the ER because they're limiting their options. So if you ever hear of a stroke symptom, you want to go to the ER, and those are the comments I mentioned. Perfect. That's great advice. Go immediately to the ER. And Dr. Jensen, how is carotid artery disease usually treated? Most patients do not require surgery. Often it is lifestyle modification, whether it's quitting smoking, control your diabetes, heart health programs, eating healthy and exercise. These are the cornerstones mm -hmm. to preventing carotid artery disease from progressing. This is often combined in conjunction with antiplatelets called aspirin and Plavix. 
and statin therapies, which are cholesterol medications to lower the cholesterol, which are the building blocks for blockages. So it's really a multi-modal approach to how that we can help people. Some folks will have symptoms. And if it is felt to be determined from the carotid artery, then they would undergo or be recommended surgery. Some people are asymptomatic where they don't know they have it. The doctor found it on screen. And really folks that are high grades narrowing over 80%, those are folks that we really discuss the benefits and the risk of who would benefit and having a vascular surgeon's beneficial to help with those decisions. Wow, very interesting. And how is the TCAR operation? Like what does it entail and how is the recovery? The recovery itself is, it's actually very well tolerated. Typically you can expect an overnight stay in the hospital. Mm -hmm. We're watching your blood pressure. We're making sure you're safe. And most patients are discharged the next day. You have a small incision on your neck, which would give you some pain medications for it. Typically very well tolerated. Mm -hmm. And I performed here at Enloe several surgeries now and had very positive reviews. Dr. Jensen, does insurance usually cover TCAR? CMS recognizes it as equivalent therapy to open carotid or transfemoral stenting. So as long as your doctor feels that it is indicated, yes, insurance will cover it. That's great news. And you were telling us you are now offering, or we at Enlo Health are now offering this procedure. How does this impact the North State and how does it benefit us? You know, I think it's a fantastic tool to an already strong stroke program here at Enlo Health. Traditionally, this procedure has only been offered at large academic centers. And now that the trials are now completed, it's being more rolled out to the general population, more rural communities, where now patients are not traveling two to three hours to San Francisco or Sacramento. They're no longer being life flighted out of the ER to another institution because we have a very motivated and dedicated team to help people become the very best versions of themselves. Oh, that's great. That's very hopeful. It's very nice to hear that we have this now here. Is there anything else that you would like to add that I didn't ask you? No, I just want to thank you for inviting me here, giving me the opportunity to discuss coronary disease with um, yourself and our members and just bring in recognition that this is a common issue. There is over 450,000 new strokes per year, and there is a dedicated team here at Enlo that is motivated to help our patients. Perfect. Great. Thank you so much for being here again, Dr. Jensen. Thank you for having me. And thank you all for tuning in. If you'd like to listen to more Health Matters conversations, visit www.enlo.org slash podcast. See you next time on Health Matters. If you have a story you would like to share, let us know. Email us at healthmatters at enlo.org. Let us know your thoughts about our podcast and what you want us to explore. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to Health Matters. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, give us a thumbs up, or share it with someone who might benefit from the information. Health Matters is a production of Enlo Health.